Hey, what's going on, you crazy Floridian? So glad to have you with us for another week of Florida's right there. Fourth Estate. Ginger's feeling it today, and I don't know how, because I feel like this show's probably going to be a disaster. I have not been able to get anything to work. I've got, I'm running an operation on duct tape and toilet paper over here. Oh, Emphasis it's a Mod Geiger paper. operation, and it's fine. <laughs> But somehow, I can hear you. You can hear me. We can see our beautiful guest. Everything is great. That's right. Here That's she great. is. I was making a face for you guys. I didn't know. <laughs> you weren't on. You weren't on. Don't worry. Yes. To quote the Lego song, everything is awesome. Hi. <laughs> I woke up about an hour ago. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Okay. We're excited to have you. Yeah. This is going to be fun, uh, and we've got some folks joining us already on Facebook. Uh, my buddy Jason Geller says, "Hey, Matt and Ginger." I'm sure he would Matt. include Julie. I, Matt, got... I have to stop you right now. What? Matt. What? The look at you like this is going to be fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be awesome. Here we go. Believe you. You shouldn't believe me. I'm back in my desk. Controlling all of the elements you see, so sometimes his level of stress gets high. So I'm here to remind him right now, Matt, it's okay. He's <laughs> like, we're gonna have a good time. Yeah, this is gonna be great. I'm focused wholly on what's about to go wrong next because just trying to get everything you know, to work. Jennifer breaks out her mountain man voice. That <laughs> oh yeah, her famous sure. mountain man voice. Her deliverance I voice. You man. So. <laughs> You are not going to let me get on task. Oh my gosh. Ginger's no, not going to let me get on task. We, we're doing this today because times have been so tough and we've had so many serious podcasts lately. You know, we're still in hurricane season. Mm -hmm. We just got through with a contentious election and it, and that still continues. And so we're just, re oh, COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we're just so stressed. We're like, let's do something fun. And in pops Julie Broughton. Hello, because I'm so fun. Mm -hmm. Well, no, you are. You you really are. You keep me laughing every time in the green room when we, we're in there together. We frequently cry tears of joy because we're laughing so hard. Yeah. So we were thinking about what's happened to us in our careers that brought us to this point, or what are some crazy stories that have happened in our first or starter markets, if you will, like our first jobs. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking the other day, and Julie brought up a story, and I was like, that did not happen. I don't know how you never heard that story before. That yeah, Matt, had you heard this story before? No, this was a first for me. And I have to say, in the green room, we all tell stories. Julie's stories are always the craziest and the most fun to listen to. So we thought we uh, should get one of those stories on today. And this one is almost hard to believe it's so crazy. And uh, so we're all going to tell a story today from one of our, yeah. where the statute of limitations is completely Correct. Right. <laughs> Nobody can get in trouble, hopefully, but they're uh, they're pretty interesting stories. And uh, Julie ended up being a witness in a trial, and the whole town was watching. Such yeah. a salacious story. Well, I can't believe that Ginger hadn't heard it because we're in the green room and we're doing our makeup. I'm like, well, you know, when I was a, like when I was a witness in that trial, and he's like, wait, back up. And I'm like, well, you know, in the trial, and so you know, like what trial? So please take us back to okay. when young Julie Broughton, or younger yeah. Julie Broughton, was yeah. starting out her career, mm -hmm. where were you? 
I was in Oak Hill, West Virginia, which Ooh. is a beautiful little town in Appalachia or Appalachia, depending how you want to say it. I think they say Appalachia there. Um, population at the time, this is the late 90s, so like 7,600 people. Oh, a metropolis. Okay. Huge. Right. And so I worked at a TV station that had a bowling alley in the basement, and they used to do a wrestling show in the basement on the weekends. So it was a pretty, it was a pretty big operation. There wasn't really a bowling alley in the basement. Was there really? Sometimes late at night, because you know you're like 22, and you're like, let's go down to the old abandoned bowling alley and like go down there. (laughs) That was how, that was the thrills that we those were the thrills we had in those days. So you know how it is in those first markets, like everybody's young for the most part, you're like in your early 20s, you're just starting out. That was the only station that called me back when I sent out tapes. So off I went to Oak Hill, West Virginia. And on my very first day, I met the weekend anchor. And one of the first things she told me is like, well, I'm your boss. I didn't know, you know, it's like, can you imagine Eric Von Aiken or Amanda Kapp? <laughs> and get your ready because you're under my thumb. Right. And, and, so, half your paycheck. and by the way, right. for people who don't know, they're not the boss uh, of, no. of the weekend meteorologist. The two basically separate no. entities. No, we're not the boss of anyone. Like, no. are the boss of anyone. We like, aren't the, they wouldn't trust us to be the boss of ourselves. Right. We have people who help shepherd us around. So, you know, this woman, she was in her early 30s and it was her second career because as she told us, and this is a key to remember, she had worked at the network as a big time producer. She had supervised thousands of edits and packages that had aired on network news that we'd all seen. So, but the network anchors thought she wasn't quite ready to anchor at network. So she went off to population 7600 in Oak Virginia. So that kind of sets the scene. And then as we all kind of work together, you know, none of us really were super tight with her. And then one weekend, because she was the boss, she called the sports director. So again, let's say this is like Amanda Castro calling Jamie Say, if we want to put it into news six terms. And demanded to know where the keys to a certain news car were. And he says, I put them in whatever cabinet. They go back and forth. She doesn't believe him and like somehow calls him in on his day off. And he comes staring in there, opens a drawer and reveals the keys. Oh, right where they should be. Right where they should be. And so my <laughs> friend who I had to call the other day to like make sure we were remembering all this correctly and I was standing there watching. And then, you know, some words are exchanged. A small chase might have ensued through the moon room. <laughs> You know, very cartoon-like, coming through one behind the other. Amanda chasing uh, Jamie? Is that how it would work? Yes, and then maybe Jamie chasing Amanda. You know, just kind of going back and forth. No actual contact, but, you know, some some tense words exchanged. Wait, wait, so there's there's running, there's someone following. So it's mostly the sports guy chasing the news lady through the news. You know... I mean, there there was some cartoonish running. And, you know, my friend that I was talking to about this, he's like, I don't remember running. I'm like, well, I remember us going in the control room when they went through there to see what was happening. <laughs> and like, my friend and I were, like, following them, like, as this developed. I mean, it may not have been, like, full-on running, but it was, you know. It was I at least say, a job. No contact. Yes. No one touched anyone. Okay. Never touched anyone, and we went around. Is that important to remember? That's important to remember. <laughs> As we may have mentioned. So then, 
like she leaves the building and I don't think she comes back. And that may have been how my anchoring career started because I think she just went away. And then later there's a trial because she claims he assaulted her. What? Which, like I said, my friend and I like witnessed everything because we we're like, we got to see what's happening. You know, yes. it's okay. Oh, we don't have a lot to watch. And, you know, we're like, come on guys. And, you know, and they're, they were definitely going back and forth verbally at each other. Both of them, both sides, no assault witnessed, no assault happened. I'm 100% confident to say. So how did she show up for the trial, Julie? Well, Ginger, funny you should ask. She came in as if, when I was telling you the story, you were like, did she go straight from the chase to the trial? You know, she comes in flanked by advocates and assistants because they were, he was then, I guess, arrested and then charged with assault. And so a trial had to happen. And then we were all the witnesses. And so she comes in looking, you know, not thrilled to be there, looking very, very broken down. And yeah. Was, was he able to keep his job during this whole situation? I will say both of them lost their jobs over this. However, oh. he, the irony, as you recall, she said she had worked at network. He then ended up with a network job eventually. Oh. Um, so he, him losing that job, I think was a good thing to happen. And he ended up in a bigger market and then eventually went to a network as a producer. He wasn't on air anymore, but I think he's, I think he's doing fine in life. I've heard so, from him recently. He seems to be doing well. Okay. Back to this trial. Yeah. You, were, was, yeah. you were called, you were called on the stand. You like, you took, you took the stand. I did. And what I remember sitting up there, like my 22 year old self and like my lasuit with a matching scarf. Oh, yeah. the, the courtroom was packed. Everybody in town came to see this because all of these TV fools are up there with their whole mess. And so everybody, I just remember sitting there looking out and everybody's there listening to all the business that is being thrown out at this trial. And it was in the paper too. Yes, I made the paper. We all made the paper probably multiple times. Although I was Googling to try to find the article about it and it just... Perhaps, thank goodness, because it's been so long that that doesn't seem to exist anywhere. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny about news people because we're on the TV news every night. But whenever we're in the paper, it's like, I'm in the paper. Ooh. <laughs> I know you saw my name in the paper. Yeah. I was there. So, yes, there was a trial. Obviously, it, he was acquitted because he didn't actually do anything. And that's what everyone, you know, testified to. But what was interesting that was revealed during this trial when she was on the stand is that his attorney was able to go through her resume and basically prove that everything she had listed on this resume was false. So this woman who was claiming to be our boss never had any of these jobs she said she had. She wasn't big time? And that's that's why she lost her job. <laughs> This is the sixth sense moment of the whole thing right now. Like, I'm just stunned. <laughs> she told you that she that. was almost ready for the network, but not quite ready. So she had to drop just a little bit down to Oak Hill, West Virginia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a beautiful town. And I'm so grateful I started there. And it's also wonderful to start in a place where everyone is terrible. Because when everybody's terrible, you don't stick out for being terrible. Oh, yeah. So oh, my gosh. A great, great place for me to start. But yeah, I mean, they got up there on this. She got on the stand and went through her resume, and then it just all kind of went to <laughs> that whole crap. house of cards just fell on down right in front of everybody. Oh, huh? oh my gosh! I remember my friends because we were sitting watching afterwards, and he was just like, "Cause he really couldn't stand her." <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> 
But that just, I mean, let that be a lesson. Let that be a lesson to everyone. Just, I mean, first of all, make friends in the newsroom. So no. if there is a trial, then the size of this newsroom, and I'm not good with dimensions, um, but like it probably is the size of like our green room total, excluding the couch area. And oh, so gosh. people to be like, you know, it's a walk-in closet. It was a walk-in closet. Yeah. Um, and then the judge in front of the entire town berated all of us after he rendered his verdict. And so that it takes a certain type of person to want to be on TV. And basically, he never wanted to hear from any of us again. Yeah. <laughs> you stay out of my courtroom. All of you psychos go home. Right. You know, these people were riveted because, you know, like here, like it's not that exciting to see one of us at Publix or wherever because like real celebrities live here. Yeah. Like you can be walking around town. And you're like, oh, there's Carrot Top jogging or there's, there's Shaq. Yeah. Real celebrities Correct. are all walking among us. Like we're yeah. all here. That's not the case there. Oh yeah. my God. Here's my question. Here's my question, yeah. Jabro. If I Tell were me. chasing Ginger around the newsroom, yelling obscenities oh. at her and she's screaming, <laughs> And it goes to trial. Whose side are you going to be on? Who are you going to testify for? Think very carefully. Oh, Gina. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, you guys have revealed some things to me in that green room. Just let's okay. think here. I mean, Ginger might be able to write a tell-all book. <laughs> so, hey, we I all know. know. But you know what? We all I'm know where the bodies are buried. So I will answer the questions and report what I see because, you know, I swear to Bible. Okay. Well, if it's starting to look like it's not in my favor, you better not be so honest. <laughs> you better change your ways. <laughs> and shame on you, Matt, for chasing me and cussing at me. You know I have a bad hip. Hey, you know, you know what's going to happen one day. Like, I'm always very grateful for the work relationship that we have and the environment we have here. But then really delving back into some past experiences i'm like you know i don't imagine anyone's ever gonna like end up in some sort of trial like that here at the big six yeah yeah that's, i don't think so knock on. Donna well, says well you just totally jinx us we have donna france saying she would take the fifth if she had to so donna thank you uh, gary says you would claim you didn't see a thing that's right that's what she would do she would take my side so so we're all going to share a story here i uh i would i know ginger you're up next, and I'm excited to hear because I don't even yeah. know what yours is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, obviously it involves my first market, which was Columbia, South Carolina, and I was a big-time weather anchor. <laughs> oh, God. I had no business in that job. I, I promise you I didn't. But anyway, so our news director at the time hired a guy, and this is, involves a network uh, thing, too. He hired a guy, and I'm not going to name the network, but it's a cable news network <laughs> that he hired this guy <laughs> where, where this guy came from. And he was a sports anchor at this cable news network. So he comes into our little room, our little, you know, our little station in Columbia, South Carolina, and he is big time, right? Oh, yeah. And he's letting us know that he makes more money than we probably will ever see in our lifetime. <laughs> and it's fine. But at the time, this is also in the 90s, Jay Bro. Uh, he it wasn't popular for people to do opinions then, but he was like ahead of his time. He would just if he didn't like something or like something uh, or someone in a sports team or he would just go off on that person. And that's unusual or it was unusual for the 90s. You just reported the score and do the highlights or whatever. And people did not like him. And we got calls 
to the newsroom all the time about this guy, about how he had a big mouth and how he just should just stick to doing the sports and leave the opinion to other people, whatever. And so one night, you know, it's a small market, so you're all close-knit. After the 11 o'clock show, we all go out to, like, this little diner on Gervais Street. Okay. And we're... <laughs> so, so we're just sitting there, and there are, like, six of us. And I'm just, like, uh, just having a good time. I don't even remember what I'm eating. Probably a burger, because when you're in your 20s, you can eat burgers at midnight and nothing happens to you. <laughs> but all of a sudden, we're all sitting around this table, and I feel something in the back of my head. And I reach around. There's a wing. A chicken wing. <laughs> a chicken wing? A chicken wing. There are people in the diner who recognize this sports guy and do not like him. And they are throwing wings at him. And I am collateral damage. <laughs> so, and so are some other people at the table. But it, it was startling because I've never in my life, I'm like, well, who would throw food at us? We're just lowly TV people. But then we realized he was the target. And honest to God, we were like ducking wings. We ended up leaving that oh, diner. I wish I could remember the name of it. I just remember it was on Gervais Street because that's a popular street in Columbia. And it was just, one, it was embarrassing. Two, it was terrifying. And, you know, because this guy had such a big mouth, he started getting into an argument with the people who were throwing the wings. And true to form, those guys were like, well, you just need to shut up and do sports. And that they just didn't like him having an opinion about other things. So anyway, that's I will say really, this guy was a troublemaker. That's a really <laughs> aggressive move. Like to actually throw, to start chucking something at random people just because you don't like I, them. I didn't have an opinion. I mean, maybe I got the forecast wrong often. Oh, but that's I, I didn't a deserve a wing to the back of the head. I didn't. Was <laughs> wing target, was he at least apologetic to you guys? Like, sorry, you've got oh. wings in your hair. Oh gosh, no, he didn't care. He was, he was just so irate that he saw this guy and it was like his chance to like, I've lived for this day. <laughs> he was ready to go to jail. He's like, I Here it is. come to terms. Sorry, weather lady. <laughs> You're going to eat I'm some like, wing too. I was, I was offended that they were wasting good food, yeah. quite frankly. It's like, whatever. Anyway, so we got out of there fairly quickly. I'm sh I don't think we dined and dashed, but hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember. Where is he now? Um, I cannot disclose that because there was... <laughs> Troubles seem to follow this guy later in his career. We can talk about this off air. Oh. <laughs> We're using anonymous sources today, are we? Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, but I wasn't ready for that. I was not, and I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. You couldn't be ready for a wing to the <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Prepare for that. I guess it's better than a wing to the face. The back of the head, it's fine. Hey, I'd, have, I'd have pulled that thing out of my hair and I'd have just stuck it in some blue cheese oh, and eaten. Gross. That's gross. Let wings go <laughs> I don't know these people who are throwing the wings. Well, well, I've got to say, it's kind of weird because all of our stories are going to involve sports guys. Uh, I don't know what the common denominator is, but I think if you at home watching this stream can think, okay, I get it. If the sports guys are crazy. They're always the craziest person in the newsroom. <laughs> uh, but mine wasn't the fault of the sports guy, okay? So I am in my first market, Idaho Falls, Idaho, bustling metropolis. 
All right, like Julie said, you go to these small places, so when you mess up, it's not like some revelation, okay? Everybody just expects it. So we, I was a, I was like a, my first job was like this nighttime anchor. I wasn't the evening anchor, but I was kind of the backup guy, and I did this late show by myself. I'm just telling you that because all of us news anchors, we had pretty much the same dinner break, which by design is pretty stupid. So there's one night, there's a standoff happening in uh, Idaho Falls, Idaho, and all of us news anchors took a dinner break, right? Like, and I know people are probably thinking like, okay, well, there's a standoff, why'd you take a dinner break? Well, if there's a standoff every, every night, there's always something going on. So unless it's like, we're going to break in uh, to programming, you know, the anchors will take off and grab some dinner. So all of us leave at the same time. Station is empty except for the sports guy who's sitting in the newsroom. And a phone rings in the newsroom, so the sports guy answered it. His name was Adam, and he had a crazy last name. It was like Miklich or something. And uh, the guy, uh, he goes, hey, you know, this is uh, KIFI News. And the guy goes, hey, uh, I'm the guy in the middle of that standoff. I'm in my house right now, and I want to tell my side of the story. And the sports guy's like, well, uh, he's looking around the newsroom. And he's like, this isn't what I do. You know, there's nobody else. There might have been an editor or something standing by. He can't just like hang up on the guy. He also, you know, this is a very, I've never found myself in this situation ever where I'm talking to a person in an active standoff. And you have to be really careful because if something happens, if you talk them in the wrong direction, uh, this is all evidence now, everything. So very uncomfortable situation for our sports guy. And this cell phones weren't like, super big back then like I had one but it wasn't like it was always on me and charged you know so if somebody was trying to contact how me, many minutes did you have left? yeah I don't, I, minutes were super expensive so <laughs> the newsroom called me on my dinner break like they, I probably wasn't answering back then now it's like you have to but uh so anyway so he does this whole like he, they set up a recording he talks to this guy for like an hour I, we ended up but we all get back to the newsroom you know we're sauntering in with full bellies and he's like, you know, sitting there shaking with like a cigarette. <laughs> he's like, guys, I just oh talked to you. Oh my God, he's got you know? a cigarette in the newsroom. <laughs> no, he probably, I'm being dramatic. I don't think he smoked. But, uh, you know, he was like all stressed out. And he's like, I just talked to this guy for 45 minutes uh, about him, you know, in the middle of the standoff. And we were like, what are you? <laughs> so it was crazy. Everything ended okay. Um, mm-hmm. But it was kind of a, kind of a wild. It's rare when you become a part of the story, you know. Right. Yeah, you, you do your Taylor. best not to be a part of the story yes. at all. That's what I tell you. No one's name in the paper. No, no high exactly. profile trial. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. You're gonna go though. to work the next day. It's it, it is. I love how people like in this business. People will always ask you like, is the news recorded or is it live? And I'm like, if you've ever watched, you know it's live because we would have lots of do overs. <laughs> um, <laughs> we could. <laughs> Well, I've worked in some place where you record a lot of things. And let oh. me... <laughs> I, I didn't want to trigger you, so I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> right. Please do not hear, so we won't, we won't rock the The statute home. of limitations on that one is uh, not quite yeah. up, is it? Yeah, a little closer. A little close to home, you know what we're saying. I'm uh, just saying there are do-overs. There are some places that things are recorded. True. Nothing, nothing here. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But I, I would, it would just the live element is what gets it for all of us. I think you know, yeah. it just you get your adrenaline flowing, and that's when you're like, ah, 
it so. makes it it makes it exciting. I'm it is so weird to me to be on Facebook right now streaming because Carissa Coates worked with me in Idaho Falls, Idaho. And uh, she goes, I'm so glad I wasn't a part of that story. I, <laughs> Which is funny. She ended up marrying the meteorologist there, the the, and he became the chief. He's now the chief meteorologist, and uh, they have a whole bunch of beautiful babies. So uh, it's crazy how time flies by, you know. The thing you know have to know about this business is that we spend so much time together. You either date or you end up marrying someone you've worked with. Not all the time, but very often it, it, it happens. Yeah. Is this where we reveal the three of us are dating? <laughs> No, ma'am. It is not that kind of <laughs> podcast. We thrown it out there and it doesn't get picked up. All right. <laughs> not today, Julie Broughton. <laughs> oh, not today. Tomorrow's not looking Tomorrow. good either. No. Just saying. <laughs> saying. This, this is just an example of our green room talk. Yes. <laughs> it is. And I'm sorry. No, we keep that saying. We have to have our, our, our downtime. Yeah. Yeah. I know if Julie doesn't end up in tears crying that it's not a good day. <laughs> Here's my laughing. Not just yes. No, 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 no. That's exactly right. You're like, I've already put on my mascara and you'll start. No, dabbing. I know. I have to redo my under eye eyeliner so many times. I mean, I think uh, the day that we were talking about that trial, I had to redo it over and over again. Like, I can't talk about this anymore. I can get over the shock of it. I was just asking too many questions, but that's how you ended up here today. Because I'm like, that is a nutty story. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. It was weird to live, but it seemed like so long ago, because it was so long ago, I couldn't remember what started the whole interaction. So I, my friend couldn't remember either. And I texted my mom and my mom was like, it was car keys. So my mom remembers all these years oh later. Oh my God. Yeah, because certainly you would share that story with your mom being a part of a high profile <laughs> trial and in the paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if you that. can imagine, those newsroom car keys have caused a lot of battles over the years in a oh, lot of newsroom. People don't put them back. People take a car they, for personal they take purposes. take them home oh, accidentally. Yeah. Yeah, I like to take them home. Oh, I'm right back. Nope. Yeah, you you can't you can't go home and not come back with the car. <laughs> right. Just, you have to like, have you're, you're coming back. I know you drove an hour to get home, but guess what? <laughs> oh. The truck's got to go out in the morning shift. If somebody <laughs> if somebody called me in on a Saturday to come return keys that were right where they were supposed to be, somebody'd be getting chased around the newsroom. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> But what if that person were your boss, Matt, the weekend after? <laughs> then you have to. <laughs> that is a strange hierarchy at that station where the sports director reports to the weekend anchor. I don't understand. I didn't, and I didn't know. I'm like, okay, well, I guess this woman's my boss. It's not the way it worked where I interned, but sure. She knew She knew you didn't know and that you're, you were young and naive and would have done anything that she told you to do. So she, yeah. she'd yeah. been around. So she knew yeah. the game. Yes, I was cool. So let that be a lesson. We can't fool you like that now, though. No, no, you won't get me. You're way wiser. <laughs> hey, Frank Taylor has an idea for the 11 o'clock news, dating in the workplace tonight on News 6 at 11 o'clock. Oh, Lord. No, there's some, there are some great stories. They end really well, but then the ones that end poorly oh. are, oh, they go dead. It's a dumpster fire. Oh, I'd yeah. say about 98% <laughs> of them end in a, just a blaze of glory. Yeah, right? usually not a good idea, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just what are they? What's the expression? Don't fish up the company pier or something. So there's so many. There's a few. There, that's probably there, the safest that, one. Yes, yes, that is. <laughs> that's a, a sanitized version of many yeah. of them. Well, uh, this was our uh, take a moment to just enjoy a little storytelling. Uh, uh, we don't have, uh, there's, we're not talking about a hurricane. We're not talking about yeah. uh, a, a pandemic or. Uh, 
people being disparaged. We just wanted to tell you some stories today because we needed a break. Yeah, people were looking for the news value. Guess what? There wasn't one. No, none. Here we are, 27 (laughs) minutes in, zero news value. You're welcome. Surprise! That's it. (laughs) So thank you for watching and listening to another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. Uh, This is a little tease here. Frank Taylor says, breakups in the workplace, a new six expose. He's, you're going to get hired, Frank, if you keep it up. So thank you, Jay, bro. Julie, Julie, we always appreciate your honesty. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's make sure that that statute of limitations is really up. Don't answer any calls that are from the (laughs) unknown today. That's right. If that lady finds you or she sees this, you are toast. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't use any names and I've tried searching to see where she ended up and I've never found her, but. She's and that probably, city is so large. What what's the what is the chance that you know people would know? <laughs> right. Like I mean, how many? There's tons of news anchors who have had trials about themselves being chased around. <laughs> Especially for that specific thing. I'm sure the sports person will probably end up seeing this because I just really he follows me on Instagram. So. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> He's probably watching now. Oh fun. But, yeah, Send him a clip. We'll have him on next week. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Ginger Gadsden, you're wonderful. Julie Broughton, you're amazing. Thank you uh, for the story. And uh, I'm Matt Austin. Have yourself a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.